One. Wait, no. Mm. You count down. The final countdown. Eric Musselman. Hi. Welcome back. Not so Southern Gentlemen. It's a thing. We do. It's a podcast. I'm Ricky. And I'm Sean. We, we do this every week. Do our best. Do oh, the best. Dude, dude, let me tell you. Let me tell you what we have been doing for the past, seriously, four and a half hours that we were actually, Michelle looks down, she's like, it's getting, it's getting time to go record the podcast. We're going to have to turn this off. We uh, purchased Jurassic Park Evolution, which is uh, for the PS4, uh, made by Frontier, the guys that did... Uh, Oh, I cannot think of it. The space game. Holy crap. I'm just Dead space? Totally... No, no. It's the one where you're in real space and like you travel to different uh, solar systems. And it, it's a big game. I can't think of it right now. But anyway, uh, they've done this uh, Jurassic Park evolution. And, you know, it's you get to live out the dream. You get to make the dinosaurs. You get to put... What dinosaurs in what cages? Uh, I was telling you earlier, I already made a mistake and put a carnivore in with a herbivore and he ate him. But basically, you get to run the park and you can... Uh, I've already looked at it. It, it gets pretty intricate. Uh, you can develop the dinosaurs for your own taste. Like, you can make this dinosaur more resilient to, you know, all bacteria, but... His, uh, you know, there, there's negatives for every positive. So the the game really stacks the deck against you for having an accident in the park. But just imagine Sims with dinosaurs. We, we've seriously passed the <laughs> controller around. We're, we've had a blast. I well, mean, that, it's been a ton of fun. That makes a little sense from what I'm seeing, because they also did, like, Roller to- Coaster Tycoon, Planet Coaster... A Disneyland game, Scream Ride. Uh, was Elite the game you were talking yeah, about? Yeah, Elite Dangerous. Yeah. Elite Dangerous, yes. Huge, incredible game. Like, seriously, a gaming phenomenon, a marvel. Um, it, it, it's awesome. But this this Jurassic Park game, we got it because Jax wanted to, you know, he's super into dinosaurs, and uh, we let him deforest trees and all the stuff that, you know, Move the controller around erratically and hold down X as you want to. And he, he's having a blast uh, playing a game. And we're having a blast building a park. But, man, did not even realize four and some odd hours had went by. But very good game. Nice. Um, I wanted to talk about a podcast I've been listening to. Now, of course, there'll be no podcast before this one. Of course, this is the podcast you listen to. But... um. Unless- Unless Scott does it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Whatever. Whatever. Um, So, Sci-Fi Wire is a site I check out every so often, and I get a lot of stories from. Well, uh, they have started a podcast three days ago called 22 Days of Marvel. And they are going through each Marvel movie with like a 30-45 minute podcast of reviewing it. And it's actually really fun. If you don't have time to sit down and watch every movie... From you know Iron Man to to Infin- to Captain Marvel, yeah, this is a good way to do that. And they they cover some pretty good stuff. They go over Easter eggs. They go over how it relates to Endgame coming up. Um, I want to recommend it. I've had a lot of fun. I, I've consumed like all three of them. Like I listened to one the uh, yesterday, and then right. I knocked out two today while I was doing yard work, mowing, and that kind of thing. Really enjoyed it. Um, really knowledgeable people talking about movies. Um, though, one thing that I've always... <sighs> so, they got to Iron Man 2. And, you know, this is a pet peeve of mine. How people... It's derided Iron Man 2 is the worst Marvel movie, whatever. And they were so... Like, uh, they went out and searched a list. It's like, where does this rank? And they're like, oh my god, Iron Man 3 ranks worse than Iron Man 2? Yes! Yes, it does. <laughs> yes. Iron Man 2 is an okay movie. I like it. But 
I like Iron Man too. I mean, yeah. I, I really do. I, I don't understand people that don't. It, it bothers me. And why am I the only one that, that, okay, so nobody else ever talks about this. It's not talked about in the movies. It's not talked about the element that Tony Stark makes to replace his uh, uh, arc reactor is the stuff that makes up the cosmic cube. It's what is the containment thing that's holding the space stone. That's the element. That's what Howard Stark researched. That's what Tony uses. It's the it's the, that. It's that right there awesome. in the movies. How do people not know this? They're like, oh, Tony made a new element. Oh, that's just that's just a, a plot device and blah blah. No, it's all related. <laughs> Howard Stark studied the cosmic cube. And he couldn't re- replicate the stuff in his time, and Tony did. I, it's awesome. Mm, mm, it bothers me. It bothers me. But I will continue to listen to, uh, to listen to this podcast. I'm looking forward to hearing the next one, uh, which is going to be Thor. Thor's and, next. Thor's next. That'll be tomorrow. Or, yeah, today's was, yeah, they published Iron Man 2 today. Tomorrow will be Thor. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, but something that some people are looking forward to, I don't know if I'm one of them, the Joker trailer dropped. Now, this is not Jared Leto, Leto, Lido. This is Joaquin Phoenix as a Joker? Sean? What is going on? Look, I'm not going to be the first to say it. But but let me tell you, when when I watched this trailer, the first moment I watched this trailer and I finished it, I handed it to my friend standing right next to me at work. I was like, watch this before I say anything. And when he finished it, he looked at me and he's like, what? And I was like, I like this movie better the first time I watched it when it was called Falling Down. <laughs> I hadn't thought it, about it, but yep. Yeah, it's falling down. It's falling down. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I had Michelle watch it and she was, she's like, you know, she's like, this doesn't need to be a comic book movie. This is something outside of the realm of comic books. She's like, the fun thing about comic book movies is you're, you know, you're in another world where other things happen. This is almost set real world very uh i've seen a couple of articles say you know it, it feels very scorsese-esque and i think that takes us out of the realm of the joker and batman and gotham uh, city now, in this in this in this now, mystique that lays over uh, now, the city uh, i don't think we're there I, I don't think we're there i would take issue with that because the movie logan exists that's different. And well, it's it's not really that different. I mean, if you're taking the character as is, I mean, the the fault in the difference is Joker is not a superpowered anybody. He doesn't have claws, he doesn't have mutant powers, he doesn't have lasers. He's the Joker. And if you take a character like that and do the Logan treatment, I think this is what you get. Now, on on the face of it, if you took away, like, let, let's say you did this with, what Marvel character would you use? I don't know, but... Like, do a Kingpin movie. Do yeah. do a Kingpin. Do uh, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin as a movie. And have... I think we've already seen that Vincent D'Onofrio played that out in a very realistic style. But, yes, and it was absolutely great. But the trailer for that would probably look a lot like this. So that's that's where I'm going. My issues with it are, are first off, like... Obviously, like, he has some health issues. Um, You know... The the Joker, while known to be a tall, skinny dude, is not look like Christian Bale off The Machinist. Uh, I mean, now, uh, now, come on, now. 
I just don't think so. The Joker's always been like, okay, so he depending on who's like drawing that. the Joker, look at look at uh, Brian Ballard's Joker in uh, in the Killing Joke. Look at um, oh, oh the Joker's the Joker's like this, reappearance though. the 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 Joker in the seventies when Neil Adams Joker skinny dude man. <laughs> I just I don't know something just doesn't something well doesn't Joker right Joker with his me. shirt off you never see the Joker with his shirt off so yeah. I mean that's that's one thing but uh, I think this is what we're looking at I think we're 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 seeing it in hindsight we will go man this, that was funny um, and I hope so I hope it's a great movie I hope it's another Logan and we look back and it's like man remember when we were talking crap on that movie uh, we were wrong. I want it to be I that way. So. Yeah. I enjoy eating crow like that. that. That's just fine with me. Now, the problem is two Jokers exist. And we don't know what's going on with this one. That's the most disturbing thing. I don't think they... I don't think it matters. <laughs> That's the problem. That's the real problem. Yeah, well, our brains are going, you know, how does this fit in with... And it may not. It may not fit in at all. It may, it yeah. may be a completely separate, hey, this is just a thing. This is over here. This is this is over here. You know, we're 15 miles from the DCEU, so just that's just a thing. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Have absolutely nothing to do with it. I don't know. Well, what I do know about DCEU is that Idris Elba is not playing Deadshot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no worries about that mask and all the issues there anymore. Yeah, I think that's a great that is a great thing. That is exactly what I wanted to happen, you know. You don't the Suicide Squad is not Deadshot and everybody from the first movie. Suicide Suicide Squad changes. Uh it's been if you just look at like any of the appearances in even in in um, cartoons uh oh, yeah. you know, in the animated movies, completely different cast. I mean, you have some of the same, but they come in and out. It's, you know, Amanda Waller's coming back. That's all you need. Yeah, everybody else is in and out as they please on different missions, not in the group right now. I don't know. That's the, that's the one thing about being able to pick and choose your characters from, you know, like a governmental standpoint is there nobody questions who's on the team. It's just like, oh, that's who Waller picked for this team, you know. It, it, there's nothing wrong with it. I just want to know who who do you think he's gonna play? Well, my knowledge of the DC universe is not yeah. not up Same there, here. not up the well, snuff for that. I mean, well, that's what I get for trying to pick your brain. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry, but if I had to take a shot at it, oh, a dead shot at it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna ignore that. Um, let's see, who would be a Great. Scarecrow. No, just kidding. <laughs> I don't, I actually don't know. I mean, I, I, I yeah, would hate no to idea. even try to speculate. Uh, Ragman. There you go. There you go. Uh, also this week we found out that, you know, we, we've known for a while that they're doing a live action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop. And it appears we have our spike as John Cho. Is going to play Spike. Oh, Harold from Harold and Kumar is going to play Spike. Now, here's the thing. I mm, I don't mind John Cho. He's he's great in everything he does. I love the Harold and Kumar movies. I love his role on, say, like How I Met Your Mother. Oh, he was great on Star Trek. He's great on Star Trek. But Spike Spiegel is the smoothest dude ever. He is the guy that in the middle of battle doesn't even sweat. He's the character that you watch and you just wish you had the reactions and the thought and the processing as Spike Spiegel, who never reacts to any situation other than fluid like water, as he, you know, states in the anime, I just, I, just me right now, I can't see John Cho being my Spike Spiegel. 
Well, I, th- I think that's because you're too close to it. I mean, this is one of the things. This is your bread and butter. This is this is one of the things Sean talked about constantly when it was on. Um, I mean, like I could almost give you episode synopsises from Sean talking you about it. Yes, episode synopsises. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, you know, John Cho, I, I, if he if he won that role. I, I think he could be good. I mean, now I, I've saw I've seen a lot of people who absolutely are like Sean that absolutely love this that say that there's just they have to nail these character personalities. Yes. They have to nail it. And that scares me because I it's it's so rare that you know like if anybody had said that about Aquaman, Aquaman would be in the tank and it'd be the worst movie ever. Because that is Jason Momoa on on the screen swimming around. That's not Aquaman. That's not Arthur Curry, at all. And um, I just, uh, but that's fine. But that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, with Aquaman, I don't think that works for um, Cowboy Bebop. So I hope they have the right writer and they have the right voice going on in their head for Spike. Um, now I did see one of the funniest things that struck me about this was the first time I saw this article was a very, a site, it was a site that has yelled about casting before. Okay. Like like how, like, Marvel missed a great opportunity in uh, uh, Iron Fist because they didn't cast an Asian actor as Danny Rand. Right. Which... uh, however you land on it i mean like if you're if you're not a fan of comics if you're not a fan of source material fine you don't care that's fine if you are a fan of source material and you are a fan of of where characters come from that kind of thing you're you're kind of like that what <laughs> okay you're still you're not making any sense here <laughs> yeah yeah i mean if you if you're going to do something like that pair him with uh, Shang-Chi, which uh, Marvel is doing a movie of Shang-Chi now, which is awesome. Um, but this same site was now going, uh, why are they casting John Cho as Spike? He's he's an American in the... He, he's he's a Caucasian in the anime. <laughs> I was like, what? 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 What is going on here? <laughs> you cannot win for losing. <laughs> but I just... <laughs> I had a good chuckle at that. I mean, like, I don't, I, I honestly don't care. I, I mean, anime, anime is one of those rough things. Yes, I know. I've watched anime and I grew up with anime and I know that uh, it's Asian and the Asian artists like the look of uh, of Caucasian characters and draw characters as Caucasian. That doesn't mean the characters are Caucasian. They're wherever they're coming from. It just means something to somebody. Mm-hmm. So that that's a tough one to figure out. As long as they don't screw up Ayn. <laughs> as long as they don't screw up the characters and they give us a great story and it's and it's an awesome spectacle, I don't care. It'll be it'll be awesome. I'm I'm interested to see who plays Ed. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be oh dude, I'm I'm just excited for this movie and I want it to be good so bad. So Sean for, just for a quick, because I'm not that familiar, I've I've seen a few episodes. Can you give me a, a few character breakdowns? Like the main, they're like main five main characters, right? Well, you you have you know Spike, who is uh, you know they're 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 bounty hunters, they're space bounty hunters, uh, and his partner, main partner, is Jet. Um. They, uh, you know, in the first episode, they're running along. They run into a character named Faye eventually, and uh, Faye ends up becoming part of the team. They also uh, wind up picking up another person who is Ed. And now, uh, she... Jet's the cook, right? Jet's just the ship's pilot and cook and everything. Yeah, he's, al- he's always going on about his cooking. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes that yes. is very correct. Uh, but you know, Jet and Spike are your main two, and then Faye and Ed and Ayn are your your secondary characters. Uh, but it's all about just bounty hunting and you know finding out who's on the run and trying to make that big uh, cash grab. And uh, even though they're all always on the same side, uh, Jet and Faye uh, 
or not Jet, but uh, Spike and Faye have, you know, some tension between them, but they don't mind screwing each other over on the bounties uh, from time to time. It's just great anime. I absolutely love the stories that are told in this. Uh, some of them are very, very serious. Um, when you come to the main storyline of Spike, which is something that I really hope the movie tackles well, uh, you you really find out some, some details about Spike that, or just better discovered in the movie, which I hope they cover, and uh, watch the anime, because I'm not going to give you everything. It's great. Awesome. So, one of the things I did want to talk about this week is that DC mm-hmm. is running away with the news, because Shazam made $53 million its opening weekend. Um, good good for Shazam. We Neither of us have seen this yet. Yeah, I haven't. I want to, very badly. But, uh... I've heard that it is great. The uh, The score on it is like 91 and 90% on uh, IMDb. And I've heard it is nonstop funny in a great way. I've heard it's a, it's a huge change of pace from the other movies before besides maybe Aquaman. And that it's just got heart. That it's a great comic book movie and that's what that's what I want this is exactly what I want DC Warner Brothers uh, this is exactly what you need <laughs> it's awesome I cannot wait cannot yeah and wait we were we were talking about Zachary Levi and his previous roles as like Chuck is where you, you first saw him and, oh yeah you know that show is pretty funny <laughs> yes uh, he's in a couple of more is he, isn't he in a couple of the Disney cartoons Voice acting. Oh, I Lord, think. I don't know. Huh? I think he is. I, I think he's in... Uh, Damn it. Michelle watches one of them all the time. Uh, I cannot think of it. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm off my game today. I'm off my game. Zachary Levi, he was in Tangled, I know. Tangled. The, there the you Prince. go, Tangled. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he was already a superhero, though, because he was Fandral in Thor The Dark World. Oh, that's awesome. I did not think about that. Yeah, he was one of the Warriors 3. Yeah, that's true. Nice. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, because they had to kill him off so that he could go be Shazam. Did you know that he was in Kingdom Hearts 3? Really? Kingdom Hearts 3. Voice acting? Uh, He was Flynn Rider. That's awesome. Oh yeah, I, I get. I don't know. I, I guess that's it. That's it. Moving on. You're moving on. So, so am I to believe that Endgame will be the last Stanley cameo? Well, I don't. I don't know about that because we've we remember there was a story where uh, James Gunn filmed five cameos for Stan. You know, right. at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So, right. wh- I don't know where those are. Uh, but I do know that one of them is not in Dark Phoenix. Correct. Uh, they came out and just said, hey, Stan's not in the movie. But uh, they are doing some sort of tribute that they're not saying before the movie. Good, 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 good stuff. So, that's awesome. I don't know if they can... I don't know if they can beat the one before Captain Marvel, dude. Oh, my God. Pretty good. Ugh. Hopefully they do even more before Endgame. Yeah, but uh, let's end on some Marvel movie news. Let's talk about The Eternals. Now, The Eternals is something that's that's kind of a deep cut, not for huge comic book fans, but, you know, everybody else in the world is like, what? What, what are we talking about? You know, Thanos is related to this somehow? Well, if you don't know, Eternals is a Jack Kirby creation. It's where he came back to Marvel after creating the new gods for DC and said, I kind of still want to do that, but I don't have those characters over here, so... I'm going to create the Eternals. Let me make some uh, uh, space-faring, Greek-based gods with, uh, you know, some uh, uh, Shakespeare and some... Uh, new gods, you know, thrown together. I've got this uh, Makari and this Cersei and Cersei. Oh no, Lannister. Oh, ah, the main Eternal. What the story's about? Anyway, we have some casting news. 
So yeah. I don't. Did we talk about Angelina Jolie may no. hit the Marvel universe? No, we did not. <laughs> that is crazy. So Angelina Jolie is in talks to play a character in Eternals. Now, of course, everybody is thinking it's going to be Cersei, who has right. been an Avenger, by the way. <clears throat> and we are probably losing some Avengers. <clears throat> so, yeah. so, so imagine they may it, need some replacements. Imagine Angelina Jolie as an Avenger. <laughs> I'd Weird. rather not. I'd rather not. Nah. I'd rather not imagine that. But um, they're also... Um, Rewind. Kumal Nanjani okay. is in talks to join the cast of Eternals as well. I would probably say Makari, the the speedy one, if, that, if, if we're guessing. Because yeah. we don't know. We don't even know if Angelina Jolie is playing Cersei or not. But I would assume since she's going to play somebody big and that's the biggest female eternal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's going to be kind of, I'd like to see who the director's going to be because I, I'm confident. Uh, you know, I don't think we have to say anymore that I, I think Marvel can handle it. You know, be we're, awesome. we're 22 movies in. So. Bring in some new characters. It just, it's going to be tough for me to accept new people. I'm such an old stick in the mud. Yeah, because Guardians of the Galaxy ways. was so hard for you, Sean. Jesus, I remember Guardians of the Galaxy having to talk Sean into accepting all these new crazy characters. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, that was Sorry. really hard talking you into that, Sean. I'm just saying, I'm not Angel. I'm not a huge Angelina Jolie fan. Mm-hmm. Not I mean, a huge. Not a huge fan. Well, did you know they're making a second Maleficent? I haven't even seen the first one yet. Jeez. I guess it did well enough. Cash Grab City. Eh, who knows? It's for an audience. It's fine. Not my audience. It's fine. It's fine. It's... I'm, hey, I'm even giving the new Aladdin a shot. Who knows? Whatever. You're just throwing all care to the wind. <laughs> Whatever. Let's do this. Uh, so, I did see a promo for a new collector-oriented show called Collector's Call that's going to be on MeTV. Okay. And uh, the reason I, I, I got a, a hook into it is because there was a article. Um, they're going to hit some comic book stuff. Like, it had somebody who owns the original Jack Kirby cover to Avengers 53 that kind of thing, you know. And uh, I watched the promo for it, and it seems kind of interesting. But okay. <laughs> it's hosted by Blair from Facts of Life. <laughs> I was like, nice. what? What? Blair, nice. Blair, the hot one. I can't remember her name. Yeah. I, I'm not looking it up. But you know, You know what's funny is when you posted this on here in the notes, you know what I originally thought you were going to talk about? Is have you been in a Target lately? And they've came out with uh, Migos are coming back. The oh Migo, yeah, Migo yeah, yeah. dolls. There is a whole set at Target of Facts of Life Migos. Nice. And when I seen this, I was like, Oh, is he gonna talk about Facts of Life Migos? <laughs> That's awesome. That no, it's the real Blair. So I will, I will, I would bet you a hundred dollars there will be guest appearances by Joe and Tootie <laughs> since That's I put them on true. there. It's probably true. <laughs> That'll be hilarious. What? And this is on MeTV, huh? Yes, yes. I'll check that out. Yeah, yeah. I probably will too. I mean, it seems like it'll be oh a lot like um, Toys That Made Us kind of. You know, it'll yeah. have it'll have a broad spectrum of of things collectors. Like it'll it'll be like everything Michael Jackson everything, you know Winnie the Pooh just in the promo what I saw and then of course there was you know pop culture like uh, Batman collector and comic collectors and that kind of thing so it, it it's kind of interesting, um you That'd know be awesome. I'm always down for watching some new TV. Absolutely. So moving to local hall, I'm not even going to ask you, Sean. Well. I, I said I tried, but they were all out. Um, I Okay, a few months ago, probably, actually probably more closer to a year ago, uh, 
I didn't own any like nice earbuds, like around the neck earbuds, so they listen to music when I'm at work and you know just uh, listen to podcasts, things to make the day go by. So I ordered a cheap pair, and I have literally used them every single day. And now that Google or Google, uh, that Samsung has came out with their own Samsung Buds, I've decided I want a pair. I've watched probably 20 plus reviews on YouTube and I want a pair. The only problem is uh, Best Buy is sold out. Target is sold out. Walmart is sold out. T-Mobile is sold out. AT&T is sold out. Like they are gone like they are out of this area so my name is on the waiting list at t-mobile as soon as they get a pair in i'm their first phone call and i'm gonna go get me a set of uh the brand new galaxy buds mm, i bet you are i am they look great man they look great listen corded may frustrate me sometimes but they never fail me i don't want to ever drop I'm not paying like hundred dollars for a freaking ear ear. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Why not? You're not. I'm not doing it. What happens when the first time you drop one in the toilet? They're they're water resistant. What? What? Uh, yeah, yeah. I like right. I like that instant backpedaling. They're water uh, resistant. No, I'm not doing it. I'm buying my. Not, eight... Why are you gonna drop one in the toilet? Because uh, well, are you I, gonna like put your head over the toilet and shake it real hard or something? Maybe just, because oh, when I do housework, when I do any sort of my they're not my go to is I got my earbuds in. I got my eighteen dollar pair of skull candies. See, they work fine. That's what I'm see, doing. See, you gotta just you gotta. Uh, I'm telling you, these are built great, and from what I've seen. They do everything I want them to do, but what's really cool that is selling me on these is they have an ambient noise uh, amplifier in them to where while you're listening to music, if somebody walks up to you and starts talking, you can toggle this ambient noise thing on, and basically it's a, an audio pass-through, and you can uh, activate it and basically hear everybody else around you while your earbuds are still in your ear. Wow. That, that is what I'm excited to try out. That is what I, I will be giving my own opinion on as soon as I get them because they, they seem to vary quite a bit on YouTube, but I, I think they're, for the price, they're, they're worth the try. Now, how about you? What are you going to get? What, are you, what have you got? Uh, well, I didn't get much. Um, I was able to finally get a hold of the new uh, Transformers G1 reissues they've got out. A couple of the mini cars, the old uh, gears, the the blue and red uh, uh, truck, and then uh, Warpath, the uh, the gray and red tank. You know, the Bumblebee size ones of those on card. And um, I was really happy with them. They look great. And I'm continuing. I'm, I'm waiting on uh, the Soundwave reissue and the cassette reissues. And that's this wave. But nobody saw, seen those in stores yet. Those have not been uh, leaked. They've just been shown at uh, Toy Fair. We talked about them. So they are coming out. Uh, but a lot of the times, a few weeks before, we'll start seeing online... Like somebody snuck one out of a factory in China, and here it is, and that that indicates that we're we're about a month out from seeing them over here, and but that none of that's happened yet. So either they're just going to show up, and everybody's going, "Oh crap," or they'll show up online, and they'll everybody go, "Oh crap, it's a month." So um, I'm really happy with it, and my my streak continues. That's awesome. That is awesome. So Sean. Our next topic is: Have you seen it? Now I've got something. Have you got? Have you seen anything this week that you want to talk about? Anything, even old or new? I I, I wanted to, but I didn't. So no. I, the answer is no. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk about an oldie but a goodie. Okay. Um, we instead of 
deep diving, trying to cram in all the Marvel movies we can. Did not do that. I've been craving Lord of the Rings for a while. So nice. We broke out the extended edition Lord of the Rings. Watched the two. Uh, watched uh, Fellowship of the Ring the past yeah. two days. Yeah. I love the extended editions so much. Yeah, um, the extended editions are great. I, I can't watch the normal ones anymore. I mean, this is the this is the only time. I think um, there is one other. Like, what was the one I watched? Probably Batman v Superman. I've never seen the theatrical version. Uh, I, I have the I watched the extended version, but that's not really a comparison. I mean, Lord of the Rings is such such a great movie. Like the whole time we were watching, I was talking to Logan about you know what the significance of Gladriel giving. Uh, Gimli, the three hairs instead of just the one he asked for, how it relates to the Simrils in the Cimmerillion. And uh, we had a lot of fun with it. And That's awesome. Oh, gosh, I love these movies. You're, you're just training for Endgame. You're like, I need a three-hour movie. <laughs> That'll keep me entertained. Yeah, that was actually a meme I saw yesterday was uh, people, uh, oh, you need to train. It was like, People training to watch uh, uh, Endgame, and then it said Lord of the Rings fans. <laughs> they were just laid back on the couch, going, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> that is awesome. What's going on? But oh, uh, so awesome. Yeah, I mean, and I, and I did want to mention one thing about how much I love the character of Boromir. You know, Edard Stark, Sean Bean in yes. that in that movie. We could we could go into a deep character discussion about things, but I he I, plays it so great. He does he play does it so guy. great because yes. if you've if you've watched and you know anything about Lord of the Rings, um, you know that Boromir can be considered just a throwaway character. He could, but he no means no he, way. Well, I mean, depending on how much you've like, if you've just seen the old cartoons. Like, if you haven't read anything and you just right. casually watch the movies, Boromir is just a guy who dies in the first movie. But he means so much more. I mean, like, so the way he relates to Aragorn, you know, he represents where the the race of man is at this point in time. They have so much potential still, but have so much failure behind them. Like, And Boromir shows that like he is he 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 is a great member of the the team he he wants to do the right thing but he's beholden to the less the bad lessons he learned from his father like Denethorn I need a piece of that <laughs> Denethorn is the reason you know Boromir fails it's it's his it's yeah. his the sins of the father but yeah. you know when before he dies he pledges his his fealty to Aragorn as his king, and basically tells the whole story of Aragorn right there in that one scene. And Sean Bean just does such a great job in that movie, you know, of of going from any other any other actor may have made this character seem a bit manic, because I mean he swings back and forth between, well, he's this great uh, heroic and and stoic and. You know, to, oh, he's this craven, he wants power, and blah, blah, blah. But the line he skirts is, is there's a lot of subtlety he works in to that performance of, of you know, how the ring affects him and his, his need to please his father, to uh, bring his people back to greatness, to, to defeat you know, the evil that they've been fighting for generations. And I just love Sean Bing's performance in this movie. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. this watching, I just love it more. I, I, I don't know how I can articulate it well, but, I mean, this watching of it, I just can't wait to see, because he's not done. I mean, when after uh, Fellowship of the Ring, you get... Faramir backstory with Boromir in it. And you get yes. memories of Boromir and, and some of the things he does. And it just keeps getting better. Faramir is only as heroic as he is and tragic as he is because of the way he feels about his brother and his father. Very important to the story. And 
I, I really get more and more invested in the story of Gondor as I watch the movies. And I, I was really interested in the story of Rohan and how it relates to the Lord of the Rings. I might be moving a bit more toward Gondor. <laughs> it's true. There's just so many good... That's That's what's amazing about that series. That's what's amazing about those movies and those books is... You can read them, you can watch the movies, and there's always something new. There's always a new character to find a nuance about that you enjoy. There's always good times to go back and reflect on the journey of a certain set of characters as opposed to the other set, and that's what you're mainly focusing on. And oh, I just love these movies. I love the books. They're, they're all so well done. If only they could have done The Hobbit that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean... We're not well. I already talked about going back. We've and re- done re-watch. this. Yes, yes, yes. The, the um, horse is dead. But I was talking to Logan about um, like uh, there's a couple of times where uh, when Gandalf is speaking, you know, the room gets dark and he seems to grow larger, and characters are very intimidated by him. And Logan, you know, asked, he's like, "Why, you know, as a wizard, why, why he's doing certain things and." Why does he seem like different in some parts? And I was like, well, Logan, you got to understand, he's not, he's not really a wizard. He's, he's like, he falls into the idea of what we think is a wizard, but behind the scenes, behind the veil, he is like an angelic character in the mythos of Lord of the Rings. He, he's, he's as powerful as the Balrog. They are equally matched. That's that's why that that's why it looks odd for him to fight the Balrog on his own. But that's where you realize what kind of power he holds. But he he's had that power the whole time. Like that's why he's so imposing at certain times. You well, know, he when, just when wants he, to let them know. Don't make me put my foot down. You but know? yeah, but it's not him showing his power. It's him kind of showing, not showing, but losing. Like, so he is constantly not using his full potential. But right. when he gets upset or something, you know, angers him, it, 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 they're representing the kind of darkness and power everybody else around them feels yeah. whenever he shows emotion. And, you know, it, it's hard to do in a visual format. I mean, like... It's like saying in a movie, you feel something in the room. You're not there. You can't feel it. So how do you how do you show it? Yeah, I, I love Great series. love it. Not to mention, we're gonna get to meet Sean Astin. Oh my gosh! Ah, oh, now it's the Arkansas Comic Con, right? Yeah, the Arkansas, the one yeah. in September. Yeah, we're going to. There's an Arkansas Comic Con in September. Yeah. Sean Astin's going to be there. So like Goonies, Lord of the Rings, uh, Rudy. Um, Stranger Things. <laughs> He's Stranger there. Stranger Things. Yep. Oh, and then I'm Michael so Bean. Excited. Michael Bean. Terminator. Uh, yeah. Aliens. And uh, he's Hudson. I, if I, and, no, wait, also, no, he's not Hudson. It, he's... I know I'm gonna screw it up. It's Kiyu Kwan is gonna be there as well. Short round and Data himself. Oh, so much, so much awesomeness. I I'm going to have to save back. Uh, Probably my most expensive con ever, and we're gonna have to get there early because I don't want to. I don't want to end up in the back of the line. I always like to be there first. Like when we met Ernie Hudson, I bet we were in the top ten, and he was still in like the happiest mood and was like, you know how as the day goes by, that time with the the fan gets shorter and shorter. Yeah. And when I mean, you're like, there at the beginning, you know, they're fine with three or four selfies and, you know, oh, I loved you in this. And they're like, thanks. And, you know, you get that moment towards so, the end of the day. There isn't that moment. So who has been your favorite celebrity to meet so far? Like I, you haven't had as many Bam. meet and greets as me. Bam. 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 Oh, I could see that. <laughs> I mean, Bam. Bam was your top moment. Yeah, right. So far, I mean, Ernie Hudson was cool, and uh, Chuck Hubert was cool, uh, but Bam's number one. So, you know. whenever... I would say Neil Adams, but he told me to get lost. 
So whenever we went to BotCon together, uh, you met. I know oh, you met. No, I know you Scott met Scott McNeil. McNeil. Scott McNeil, that it Why do you get me? Oh, I have I, Scott McNeil. <laughs> I don't know, man. But, he's he's the solid one B. Uh, that's not that's not why I brought that up. But did did we did you meet anybody else at that convention that you that you cared about? Because I don't remember exactly who was there. Of course, I didn't I have I your experience. So. But okay, I just, I just remember you know Scott McNeil. We hunted him down a couple of times. That's about it. <clears throat> um, I would have to say, um, like voice actors, of course. You know, meeting. Meeting Peter Cullen, I mean the guy who was, and, and still is kind of your your hero. Yeah. You know from from childhood. It, you know, wow. You know that's one of those things. Now, if I was going to say an actor, actor, somebody I've seen on screen, meeting them, I would think my top, my top would probably be meeting Jeffrey Combs, in uh, in, in Texas. Yeah. Uh, you know, star of the reanimator, you know, which is amazing. Now, you know. If I'm going there, I'm going to say Brian O'Halloran. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not even supposed to be here today. You know, uh, Brian O'Halloran's up there for me. Now, when you brought up voice actors and, and I and I still if if they come close, if they ever come super close, man, we're road tripping and we're going to meet Sean Schimmel and Chris Sabat. <laughs> I, that, that would be great. I will I will meet Goku and Vegeta one day. That will be oh, that will be a moment. Oh yeah, Vegeta definitely. Uh, what about okay? So, who would you want to personally meet? Current fandom. Who would you want to meet in person? Besides, of course, you just named your voice actor. Yeah. Like yeah, like I, an actor, actor, who would you want to meet? I mean, I know you're not like a, well, I want to meet Tom Cruise and blah, blah, blah. I know it's not that, but like who would you want to meet that you haven't met? Really? Yet? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, really? I'd go with Chris Pratt. He is one of the coolest guys. I'd go with Chris Pratt. Dude, I am, I am so... Like I so love Andy Dwyer on Parks and Rec. It, uh, if you only know Chris Pratt from Star Lord and Owen, uh, you gotta watch Parks and Rec when he was forty pounds heavier, and he was just flat out hilarious. Like I love Parks and Rec. Yeah, I'd go with Chris Pratt. Oh, you know, uh, RDJ would be up there. But you know, I, I don't. I figure I, I don't have the two or three hundred bucks, whatever it costs to stand in RDJ's presence. Uh, um, gosh, there's, a, there's, a, there's, you know, yeah, there's several out there. If we're gonna go that way, probably. Uh, it, it would be Kevin, hard. Kevin, I, I, Kevin Smith? I would say no, 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 not Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Kevin like Smith Kevin, is a dream. Kevin like, Smith. Kevin Smith doesn't seem like an accomplishment. Now I don't mean that in a bad way, but like Kevin Smith is so out there and so that uh, if you ran into him, nobody would have a problem going. No, oh, no, out he would, with Ke- Kevin Smith would put his arm around you, say, "Hey, do you want to come to have a drink or you know, rest? Yeah, do you want to yeah. come to where I'm going and watch this with yeah. me? You know, and you're like, ah, yeah, uh, yeah. He's, I mean, he's a nice guy." Yeah, he's a very nice guy. But if you know, if I had to sit down and go, who do I want? Chris Evans, I, I'd I'd want to meet and shake his hand because, you know, that guy is Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, you just want to see if his muscles are as big in person, don't you? <laughs> no, that would be that would be several other women in my life that would want to do that. They're like, can we come? You know, he actually held that helicopter. Yes, I know. Okay, I know. God. Yes. I, I know. get it. He's a saint. Jesus. Um, or Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Do- Doctor Strange. And That'd Sherlock. Awesome. And, you know, just, ah, so you cool. Know, I need, I need a, uh, I need a shot in Endgame of, uh, Agent, oh, I can't think of his name, uh, Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> 
I can't think of his name. Oh, the CIA guy. CIA. Uh, I need I need Watson in in room with other because then we've already had all four of our yeah. Both yeah. our Sherlock's have been on screen, and both our Watsons have been on screen now. And, so that's and awesome. a bunch more. There were there was actually somebody who went over an article that had there have been a huge amount of Sherlock's and Watsons in the MCU. It is Are crazy. You yes, that is crazy. like people who have played like every British actor who's been in the MCU has probably p- played Sherlock or Watson. <laughs> that is hilarious. Like it is nuts because they were like. There's like no, there's like 22 people that have been in that have been Watson or Sherlock Holmes that have that been in the Marvel ridiculous. movies. Well, my friend, do you have anything else to add into the rant? I've added this? plenty. I am so sorry. I've ran. I've ran us over. No, I'm 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 right there with you. I'm right there with you. I hope everybody's enjoyed. Uh, where can they find you on social media, Rick? I don't know that they can, but I'm. Uh, yeah, hit us up on Facebook. Look, so Facebook, not so southern, that's right. Not so southern, not so southern gentlemen. Uh, hit me up on Ricky Westbrook at Ricky Westbrook at a little up at Ricky Can't Westbrook on Twitter. And you ran over my ah. Yeah, yeah, I did that on purpose. You deserve it. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Mandard98. Check it out. I've been putting up, dude. I've been playing with some time lapse video. I've been having lots of fun. Uh, just the weather's been out. It's been kind of crazy, so I broke out the GoPro and been having a little blast with that thing lately. Uh, hit us up, notsosoutherngentlemen at gmail.com. Send us an email for Not So Southern Gentlemen. I'm Sean. Yeah, I'm Rick. Y'all have a good one. You too. Three, two, one.